Welcome back to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Cardin Ellis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, has just given another $5 million to the Humanity Forward Fund uh, as part of a pretty large package of philanthropy. Cody, tell us what's going on. Okay, so the move, the news of tomorrow morning would be news of tomorrow morning. The news of this morning, yeah, uh, would be that uh, in a podcast that was just released earlier this morning, uh, Yang speaks between Andrew Yang and Jack Dorsey. Uh, Jack Dorsey announced that he would be giving five million dollars to Andrew Yang's um, Humanity Forward Fund and to assist with their coronavirus relief. Um, a little bit of catch up. We did a video, maybe a month ago now, a little while ago, yeah. uh, about. Um, Basically that. Andrew Yang has distributed, I think last we checked, it had been over $300,000, going back a month ago, yeah. uh, in various micro-grants totaling between twenty-five dollars to $500, generally speaking, in the two fifty dollars to $500 range. Mm-hmm. I think there was a point where they got kind of cash-strapped towards the end, and they were like, nah, why don't we just give a bunch of 20s instead of a few five or two fifties, which makes sense. Yeah. Either way, um, in the month since, it's quieted down a bit, probably because they gave their big bit of money out, and they are trying to raise funds since. So Jack Dorsey announced he's going to give another $5 million and basically to go towards this. So we'll go through this article a little bit, and I'll touch on a few more things. So Twitter and Square CEO Jack Dorsey is donating $5 million to Andrew Yang's Man of the Forward nonprofit. The former presidential candidate announced on Thursday to provide 20,000 microgrants of 250 through the nonprofit's direct cash assistance program. So I guess this one would be more specifically focused on the 250 number. Yeah. So 20,000 people. Not only will Jack's donation directly impact tens of thousands of people in need during the economic downturn, it will help humanity forward and our movement continue to make a case for universal basic income in the United States. Yang said in a statement, uh, the announcement came during a conversation on the Yang Speaks podcast. Which, hey, pretty good place to release big news like that, Andrew, because guess what? Yeah. Every single one of these articles talking about Jack Dorsey's $5 million donation, well, they all mentioned, by the way, it was on Andrew Yang's new podcast, yeah. Yang Speaks. Check it out over on... Uh, so it? it's on people's radar to actually check out and listen good. to now, right? Better than a press release, man. You get you get a lot more legs out of uh-huh. announcing it in the podcast than you do in a press release. Anyway, uh, they mentioned the money will be administered through Humanity Forward's Coronavirus Release Fund, which while it doesn't target areas specifically based on cases, um, it provides one-time cash payments to low-income workers, most likely to be affected by the virus impact on the economy. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, they the way they word it, from what I've seen in my experience, you just go on the website and apply. I mean, yeah, they, I, was I don't about, think you have to prove anything. You just say, hey... I need help, and they'll help you. Well, that was, that's what I was going to ask you. Is I was wondering what kind of rubric they use, because you and I have said, look, means testing almost never works. So it, it's not like we want to require some kind of means testing you know, for this kind of thing. But it does kind of make you wonder, with the limited uh, uh, funds, who they're targeting first, and, and how do you get it? Well, no, like, and, I'll show you. Like Literally, yeah. this is the application sheet. I just pulled it up. It's on the Humanity uh-huh. Forward. It's a Google Doc, and this is what it says. Email, where do we send the money? Yeah, that's all I got to get. I mean, like, they're not gonna obviously if if you know if if LeBron James or Mike yeah. Trout apply, they might be like, yeah, you know, if, if Ben Stiller applies, yeah. they might say, I don't think you need it. You know, like names they recognize, but um, by and large, it seems to just be going because because also it's one of those things. The problem with means testing, it's like why why have we decided it's anyone's right or position to judge how much you really do or do not need something? You know what I mean? Like, how why is it why why would it be humanity for which he, they're not doing? Point being, so uh, yeah. I'll well, also, also link there's if you do want to apply for the money, by the way, because this is all this is all it is. Seriously, there's email. If you can't give them a PayPal, you can even give them a Cash App, and they'll do that. And I wonder with Jack Dorsey if they'll partner with um, Jack Dorsey's other payment company. I'm blanking on the name, but Jack Dorsey literally is the CEO of a payment company. Yeah. So I wonder if that would be well, a Well, it's winner. Square, right? Oh, yeah, Square. Yeah, he owns Square. Because I believe they actually mentioned um, in the podcast how Square was actually working with um, various 
small businesses, but kind of more like uh, like food trucks, uh, people who do like us, like um, independent, like hair care salons. I'm blanking on the name. Basically, people that don't have traditional big banks to go to and do Merchant stuff. services. Yeah, is what you're there we go. For. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Square was stepping in to do, which I thought was very cool. Um, but just to get to one more last thing on here to kind of cover some of the news of this is that what this is actually going to mean for Andrew Yang and the Humanity Forward Fund, I think the biggest thing is, is one, I could just say anecdotally, uh, I do. Full disclosure, donate to Humanity Forward every single yeah. month. And I get emails and updates from them. And I can just tell you, in the recent months, they've been, you know, they've been asking, hey, if we could raise fifty, sixty thousand dollars this month, that'd be great. You know, and yeah. I have to imagine a five million dollar drop from heaven from Jack Dorsey is really gonna go a long way. But Jack yeah. brought something up very fascinating. I do want to touch on a little bit in his in the podcast, Jack Dorsey. So I have pulled up right here the start small tracker. Uh, this is the Google Doc that uh Jack Dorsey is actually just Basically running his now one point, roughly one point five billion dollar philanthropic fund, fund, yeah, which uh, very unique goals. I think it's COVID relief, UBI, and then specifically like girls' education. So it's kind of like spread out into various uh-huh. UBI, and but it's kind of like you know we touched on very various different things. However, I thought it was really fascinating. He noted two people staff this nonprofit, essentially a nonprofit, start yeah. small, staffed by two people. That and was incredible. It was his Google assistant, Doc. Vanessa, yeah. if I remember correctly. And I'm loving the fact that he specifically published- Specifically to save, specifically to make sure the yeah. money goes to help people. And it's not, it's not. you don't have 40% sucked up in administration fees, whatever that means. Which in and of itself is almost a, a, a type and shadow or a microcosm that represents the macrocosm of how a UBI system would go. Because remember, that's exactly what the governor of Alaska did. He said, look, we're going to build this pipeline. I'm getting the legislation through. We're getting the land. It's going to be this wildly profitable thing. And I can either start a government bureaucracy to manage the funds or I can just disperse it amongst the population of Alaska as a dividend. Here, you guys, go vote on it. Do you want a big, giant bureaucracy or do you want the dividend? Well, if you listen to the Yang Speaks podcast, Jack Dorsey said, I had the choice. I could either start a big, bloated foundation or... I could just have me and my assistant run this Google Docs spreadsheet to be completely transparent as to where the money's going, okay? And then just write checks, just write checks and writing checks me and my assistant can do. And so he literally pulled with the funds from the very uh, profitable Square Merchant Services, um, just like the governor of Alaska had pulled funds from the oil pipeline. And just started writing checks and transparently disclosing where it was going to go. And that's literally one of the greatest arguments for the administration of UBI that I can think of. Now, granted, this is private funds run by an individual CEO who can choose where the money goes. You know, he's not a government official. This isn't a piece of legislation and so on and so forth. But it really does show that there is wisdom in saying the bureaucracies for running our programs are so thick, we should just get rid of them and give the money directly. And earlier we had talked about, yeah, what if Ben Stiller got onto the website and applied, and what if you know LeBron James did, so on and so forth. To a certain extent, I don't care. I'd like to see the data afterwards, because I think there's a natural hierarchy. I believe Americans are good people. I believe we're honest people. Yes, there's a couple of scoundrels out there. But by and large, I think that just writing out checks, including to the scoundrels that might uh, take it when they don't need it, is actually still more beneficial to those that need it and more dollar for dollar cost effective than trying to keep the scoundrels out, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, I also think that is something that, like, 
I get the theory and the idea of it, but in practice, it will go both ways. There will be time where the losses would be so high, it's cheaper to police them. And then there would be times where there won't be enough waste to police it being efficient. I understand. I think there's both, right? Yeah. Like this one, if I have a million dollars and if I don't police people stealing it from me, I'll give away 900,000 to the wrong people. Yeah. Worth policing that one. But just really quickly, I wanted to run through something else here before I wrap up. And this was referencing uh, our friend over at African Americans for Yang put this together on Twitter. Just a collection of all the different people and their reactions to getting their initial micro-grants. You'll notice a lot of these are that 250 number, something that yeah. Mandy Ford's been doing. And also keep in mind, we're going back to, like, late March. I mean, this is something Andrew Yang has been doing for months now through his Humanity Forward. It feels weird to say it, but I, I got him. And Humanity Forward and Andrew Yang really are kind of one and the same right now. Humanity Forward is just, Andrew Yang's not going to ask for personal donations to give money out personally. He's going to funnel it yeah. through something with protections, and it's going to be Humanity Forward, but still... This is what they've been doing. So I want to really quickly run through and just show kind of what it's been so they can resize it a little bit. But kind of like there's some people legitimately just having really, really needed the money. We're very happy to accept it for months now from Andrew Yang. I mean, this is really, really. Yeah. I don't even say like really, really needed. Like, oh, my God, if I don't get this money, you know, my some people just could use some help right now. Going back to March, man. This is my favorite one. When someone included the text where it just says Andrew Yang paid you $250. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Like on your, on your lock screen. I thought that was really cool. But this is what the money's going to continue. I think in the what I wanted to get to and the point you're talking about, like he even responds personally to this one. He's probably responded to a lot of people. But to your point about having a non, having these nonprofits set up where a lot of money goes really where it shouldn't. A lot of money goes to deciding who deserves it, right? A lot yeah. of money doesn't go, to, doesn't go to where it should be. I just wanted to show you guys, for anyone who didn't you know, who hasn't been following this stuff or hasn't seen any of other content on this, that like this money is literally just going like into people's PayPal accounts and they're wow. spending it on groceries. They're spending it on rent. They're getting their cars. Like it isn't routing around 40 million places and then yeah. $30 ends up in your account. I mean, like people are literally just getting PayPal notifications that here you go, 250. And yeah. I think that's one, I think the future of philanthropy anyway, maybe not micro grants through Twitter, but the future of it is there was a time you legitimately needed an infrastructure to get money to people on a larger scale. I think that's fair to say. Nowadays, you can just have a Google sheet hosted on Google servers that costs you nothing. That says, yeah. give me your email and your PayPal. And then you just send them the the, the imaginary money, basically. Yeah. <laughs> through, through, through the thing. I mean, you don't have to actually physically have a way to distribute this to people anymore. You don't have to find their bank accounts. And now... Like I said, with Jack Dorsey stepping in with with uh, Square, I think people through I think Stripe, I think I saw was also okay. like some of these. Uh, I think you know, Cash App was it that was doing it. Cash App was like mm -hmm. they can just give us the money, and we'll disperse it to you through our your Cash App. I mean, there is better ways to do direct money to people, which I think gets back to the whole spirit of everything we're talking about here about this whole video about this whole things happening. Why Jack Dorsey said he wanted to. Obviously, Jack Dorsey wants to help people. I showed you he gave away you know almost half billion dollars, but the larger thing is what is going on with this is the idea of UBI, the idea of studying and testing UBI right now. And I think one of the biggest things for UBI that made it perhaps less feasible during the times of Thomas Paine or whatever was the distribution. I mean, what, you're going to have like a, a check line where everyone just stands in line? Yeah. Are, they gonna, are you going to give them just cash? Like, how would you do it? Nowadays, that nowadays, red lines were stigmatized because there was big, fat, long lines, and it's yeah. just a bad look. But, but not even that. It's like the question would be like, well, how are we going to get the money to the people? It's like, well, dude, nowadays the answer seems pretty apparent. You could just get a you could just get a message on the lock screen of your phone that says yeah. the government gave you a thousand dollars today. I mean, like the, a lot of this stuff, and and I do wonder for Jack Dorsey. I don't think he talked. He talked a little bit about it. But I wonder for Jack and for Yang. Obviously, helping people is important, but I do remember how important it is. 
or I do, sorry, I do wonder how much the information of how will we distribute the funds, how will we get them to people, and how will we ensure they have access to them? I think that's obviously kind of like the unspoken pl- like problem one with UBI, right? Yeah. You can have a great UBI plan, but if it's like, I have no idea how we're going to get to people, it doesn't matter. If so, there's no infrastructure to back yeah. up and then disseminate the funds, This is a great test for, can we get people money on a large scale quickly through digital? Can mm-hmm. we? I think the obvious answer is yes, but still you have to make sure you can literally do it, right? Because there were so many problems with the actual governmental system with the CARES Act, trying to get people their unemployment. There there were some of these unemployment agencies that they're were sending, operating at 4 or 5% fulfillment. They're uh, sending fulfillment. people for the, uh, your, well, I forgot the name, the $1,200 check. Oh, I forgot what they called the stimulus the check. The stimulus Sorry. check, yeah. People who didn't have uh, tax information, they're getting prepaid cards. Yeah, that potentially are because their prepaid cards are actually going to be worth closer to like eleven fifty because like some of them go to fees. It's yeah. it's ridiculous, but the, I mean the government's seriously turning to going to a private company and just being like, we're going to buy basically gift cards and send people because we don't know how. Well, and then there's the money. question of there's theft. I didn't get mine. Somebody well, else used it. It's basically cash. Yeah, you're basically doing cash unless unless I'm sure they'll have something set up where it's you can't do anything with it until you set your pen up. But my my larger point is this: is that. The government is definitely having some issues with how they're going to get money directly to people. Jack Dorsey, awesome, who's donating $5 million of his own money to him. Well, I guess it's, he's raising too, but still, Jack Dorsey's donating $5 million to help Andrew Yang and what he's doing. And I do think a big part of this pilot, how people spend the money, I have to admit, is probably going to be something you can't really test for too hard during coronavirus. Dude, yeah. they're going to spend money wherever they can right now. And people's, yeah. people's behavior habits, I saw a bunch of pictures the other day. I'm not... No flame, but I saw a bunch of pictures the other day of grocery stores. People like they replaced the salad bar at my grocery store with tiny booze bottles because like they no one's buying fresh produce from a salad bar, right? Yeah. Like the self serve <laughs> like, liquor bottles in them because they're like, well, no one's grabbing you know their own chicken, so we're just gonna like use it for something. Yeah. And like you know, so spending efforts are weird, but something you can definitely test for right now, something you could definitely get measurable numbers back on is distribution. Yeah. Is can we just funnel five million to people in the next week or two? Can we do it? And if the answer is through PayPal and Cash App, yes, that is great information to have because we've seen with these stimulus checks, getting the money to the people can be a two-month ordeal that has the government turning to American Express to buy to buy gift cards for people, right? Like, yeah. there is some things to us which aren't necessarily all great for distribution. I think Andrew Yang's ideas have been doing pretty well with it, and I think that's just one of the parts about when people talk about studying UBI. I think a big part about studying UBI is how they spend it. I've always joked forever, UBI is technically successful if you give them the money and they spend it. Yeah. It's just giving them the money is harder than it sounds when you're, it's everybody. Yeah over a span of a day or a week. Like, yeah. how do you do that? And obviously, I don't think it's tenable to have... I don't know if Andrew Yang and and, uh, and Zach Grumman were literally, like, sitting there, like, tweeting people that are, you know, like, uh, sending people these notifications, or if, you know, they're set up through a bot or something, probably set up through a bot. But either way, I... I I think this is something that's going to be really cool to get some more info on. How how easy is this? I've seen Yang do it for a few months, but how can he turn five million? Because by the way, last I checked, Mandy Ford totaled raised roughly a million. How could he do with like a million dollars given out? And let's see how long. Very interested, but very cool to see Jack Dorsey doing it again. I really like how Jack Dorsey and um, all of the links you guys can pull this up yourself. But I really like how he's honestly running his nonprofit. I mean, just you want to talk about transparency? Here is how much I've I had total. Yeah. Here is how much is left. Here is how much we spent, and this is where it went. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much more transparent than a Google Doc that literally charts now, everything you do. Oh, one last thing: breaking news. Uh huh. When I first loaded this up, when we were doing prep for the video, maybe forty minutes ago, yeah. Manny Ford was not on there. I remember Andrew Yang during yeah. the podcast, and I will admit it is kind of cool. I, I you know kind of secondhand excited for Andrew on this one. 
I do think being one of those on profits that are on Jack Dorsey's it's an honor. billion dollar spreadsheet. Yeah. 30 years from now, there might be kids in school learning about coronavirus, find out like, hey, do you know Jack Dorsey, a billionaire, oh. was running a spreadsheet? And he'd be like, and then you know what? Andrian could always be like, and you know, I was on that. Me yeah, and well, and, and they, they might be studying the origins of UBI. And, and this, would be, this would be my last question. I love how Andrew Yang said that right now we are doing in 10 weeks what I thought 10 years automation would do in terms of changing and adjusting the economy. Okay, this whole coronavirus thing. And, and this, obviously, right now is going to be an event that will be studied. Jack Dorsey giving out this billion is going to be an economic event that will be studied and analyzed for years to come. Uh, to see basically, uh, d- does UBI work? This will be one of those dots in the timeline of UBI because I am just like Elon Musk in the sense that I think this is an inevitability. Okay. okay. In that sense. Yes, in that sense, it is an inevitability. And well, in many other sense, good looks, charms, and intelligence, I would include amongst them, Cody. But um, maybe not charm. Anyway, hey, arrogance, uh, you got that yeah. one. <laughs> arrogance. I, now I'm just missing the billion dollars in a plan up in Northern California. So anyway, uh, this will be something I think that is studied, and uh, my my own. I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm just excited to see it happen, and I think that you are correct about the distribution being one of those big things that will be studied. My question is, Cody, have you seen any examples of really good success stories besides the ones we talked before? Or has it just been kind of an overwhelming, you, you know, mean? this just helped? Um, well, here's the thing. It's like Andrew isn't giving someone $10 million, right? Like, a couple hundred bucks helps, man, but it's just it's the reality. Like, Andrew Yang isn't, Andrew Yang isn't, um, I guess I was trying. I was gonna say John D. Rockefeller. I could yeah. just say Jeff Bezos, right? Like obviously, yeah. humanity forward can't bankroll someone's life. Like it helps. Yeah. It helps. It does. I mean, to be real here, yeah, it's a couple hundred bucks. It's not like, oh wow, now I could finally quit my job and get my master's, right? Like yeah. it's not that kind of money. But the point is, that's not what the really important thing to keep in mind. Another reason why, I actually, to that point, this is really good to study. Yeah. Andrew Yang says this all the time. Nobody should live off UBI. It should not be your yes, exactly. primary. Maybe you could say primary. Well, I'm curious to see what data of but, what it does get spent on. But here's the thing. To me, and I, I firmly believe this, if the monies went into someone's account and then went out by them spending it or whatever they chose, UBI it was, was a success. success. That, yeah. That's the, because I think a lot of people underestimate the mammoth task of just getting people the money and making sure they have access to it and making sure they can spend it. At that point, dude, Funko Pops, uh, $900 statues don't care about whatever you want yeah whatever you want because here's the other thing too is there is i think there's a lot of stuff where we we frame it practical and practically it's important to know where the money goes it's like okay but you're also talking about looking over the shoulder of this like at a certain point that person's going to start questioning how much of my own life do i get to run and the government might say well we just want to make sure you're not going to like you know spend it it's like well look man as long as somebody's over your shoulder kind of not telling you what you can and can't do but like yeah. it, it will impact habits in a way that's just, it's it defeats the purpose the whole purpose of it is this and it's something that's very interesting and they bring it up in that podcast as well another big thing about ubi it's a less it's a level of trust and freedom your government's granting you yeah here's money i don't care if it's gone at the tables tonight yeah here it is. You well, it's it? just like our economy is just like a fish tank. If you want to increase the filtration and the cleanliness of the water, sometimes you don't need to add more uh, uh, filters. You don't need to take out less fish. You just need to increase the circulation. 
and and if you can just cycle through the existing filtration system more water you will actually end up with cleaner water so the fact that the money was just dibursed and then spent and then absorbed by somebody else means it was 100% yeah, success. Exactly. So, I mean, the, the, the UBI is about a universal basic income. It's all it is. Universal yeah. basic income, it's a, it's a income floor. That's it. You know what some people do with their income? Like, this is crazy to me. It's like this notion people be like, well, when people, some people misspend that money. It's like, dude, I would say a majority of people misspend a majority of their money every day. Like, this notion that, like, well, because the government gave it to you, you have, like, an obligation to spend it differently is kind of yeah. goofy to me. It's like, well, then don't give it to me. Yeah. Honestly, if if somebody were to just give me 500 bucks, like, 500 bucks, man. Cool. And like, But, you know, like, make sure you spend it, like, why? I would just take it, man. Don't want it. Yeah. I don't want to be responsible for how you feel about what I did with the money you gave me. Don't want it. You can have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's just, here's your money, it does another thing. It's kind of a long one way of getting my point. It tells you another thing, though. It's it's a, it's something I definitely think the American government needs to send. It's a little tiny thing that the American government trusts you. Your government trusts you. Yeah. That's what it is. When they give you a thousand bucks, no questions asked. They're saying, we trust you. We it's almost you. as like you we want to repair you. the relationship between citizen and government, exactly. Cody. Exactly. It's like the government's saying, we don't care what you spend it on because we think that you... Tell you what, we take your tax money. Hey, what if I spend all my money on on gambling? I'm broke. Government's like, don't care. We're going to send you to jail. We'll, yeah. IRA, we'll garnish <laughs> your wages, right? But then they give me $1,000 and suddenly I have to spend it the way they tell me to? Like I, that, yeah. that kind of stuff's nonsense. So I do think it's a very... Another reason why it's good to have UBI pilots done outside of government control. Because you know what? You want to talk about a majority of the money being eaten up by administration fees? God, you think nonprofits are bad. Government's like... It's kind of yeah. secretly what UBI, one of the secret, kind of like, I don't want to say the dark side, but the other side of UBI is we're slashing these administrative federal jobs and these administrative yeah. local jobs that all they do is decide who gets how much money and why. The system Those itself wants to be gone. Yeah, yeah, but it just, it, it, the thing is though, it's it's jobs. It is people's main source of income being evaporated overnight because their job is made obsolete. It is. Yeah. It's just, that's something that happens all the time. And I think that's also, it's kind of one of the, not nice, but one of the ironies of UBI. It's like, well, when UBI is the thing that kills your job, it's like, I th that, is, that is cold though. Hey, that federal job you have with the federal pension and, the, and like you can never get fired ever. Speaking of firing state employees, the police officer who refused to get back from, the police officer who hid behind his car at the Parkland shooting the entire event. Yeah was forced to be rehired with back pay. You can't fire these people. So uh, imagine the imagine how angry they would be if they're like, well, we can't fire you, but your job doesn't exist, so you can't work here. Yeah. So that's just another wrinkle, a little bit. UBI is very interesting, very, very interesting concept, of course. We've been following it closely for a year. Uh, and two, we just, saw two, we just saw a UBI candidate in Oregon go up and grab 7,000 votes going up against a long time, not long time, but an establishment incumbent yeah. running primarily on UBI. I mean, we're seeing people and, and take out about six percent of the vote. Yeah, and we saw David Kim do the same thing. I think with almost twelve down in literally downtown Los Angeles. He's on the he's on the primary. He's on the general I think ballot. City Hall yeah. is in his yeah. he's, district. He's, he's, on the, he's on the general ballot in a few months in November. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's the main ballot. Like we're seeing progress already. And and like I've said, normally in a pre-internet, I feel like if a candidate were to have a long-term impact with their message, I feel like it's the it's like the midterm after, right? Yeah. Maybe the next one. You re but we're seeing people he like I said his campaign's body is still warm and we're seeing people running on his ideas yeah. already. So that that's unique, that's new. And it's just been 
I mean, obviously it hasn't been a great, I would say it's probably not been a great few months for anyone, really. But Andrew really has, Andrew Yang and just his vision of- For the statists and the fascists, yes. But no, but the most important is the, the Andrew Yang and Humanity Forward and what they've been trying to do. While their goal did pivot away from supporting UBI candidates a little bit, they still are, yeah. but that they, they've said so. Zach and Andrew said so much that it's kind of pivoted to more relief efforts now because of what happened. This has really been a great time for him to kind of, you know, put his money where his mouth is, so to speak. Like, yeah. okay, you say UBL would be great. You say you would help in a situation like this. Well, how? And now we're seeing, I mean, Mark Cuban came out with a really interesting plan. I think it was like, what, two grand every two weeks, but you have to spend it? Yeah. It's a use it or lose it kind of program. Yeah, but still, I mean, just the idea being that we, it went from people, and all your problems are my idea, but literally Andrew Yang got laughed at in the debate stage talking about UBI, and now everyone's desperate to come up with their own better version of it. I think it's really cool. Yeah. So let us know if you guys have been some of the recipients of this Humanity Forward cash. We know we got a pretty uh, wide and broad audience here. We'd love to hear from you guys, see how it's been useful, how it has impacted your life. Make sure you reach out to us. Follow us on Twitter at PSP Radio 1. You can DM us there, or else send us an email at problemsolverpolitics at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and continue the conversation below. This is Problem Solver Politics. We will see you guys in the next video.